enormous box a box of chocolates would I know to stay away what's and off his box the box of chocolates would I eat them anyway cause every time I have half a mind to leave you babe that means I have half a mind to stay Good evening. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. This is Mike, and Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture every Thursday evening at 6.30, which you can also hear at wcbn.org at the same time. Some food news of all kinds and culture news of all kinds, especially the culture of groundhogs. Very, very important with Groundhog Day coming up. But we have much more pressing matters right now because I think we're all hungry. serious about hungry you'll specifically spell it with an o h-o-n-g-r-y and you got to say it right so people know you're hungry because if you say i'm hungry you're like yeah that's fine we'll we'll get to you in a second sir but if you say i'm hungry they might call the police or give you food immediately so that the options are quite uh, optional this is pandora's lunchbox and a lot of things are going on in michigan and around the country 
some issues we'd like to talk about here, first of all, dealing with commercialism and food, because it turns out the Black Keys are suing Pinnacle Entertainment in New York, federal court. The duo says the casino owner commissioned a song that sounds like their hit Howlin' For You for a commercial advertising two of its Louisiana properties. They're asking a judge for an injunction and compensation. Why food? Well, the Keys recently settled lawsuits against Pizza Hut and Home Depot over similar charges. Terms of those settlements have not been released. But you got to stop Pizza Hut from sounding like them black keys, that's for sure. Now, on another note, this actually steps away from the food realm for just a moment, but it is a commercial issue. There's this controversial Super Bowl commercial. Now, the Super Bowl hasn't actually happened yet, but in this commercial, a white office worker from the U.S. Midwest, imagine that, pretends to have a Caribbean island lilt, specifically a Jamaican patois, to display a cheerful, upbeat outlook. And it's a controversial commercial. Uh, Some U.S. critics have described the pregame Super Bowl ad from Volkswagen of America as offensive and culturally insensitive. But that reaction has met with puzzlement in Jamaica, which has very visible white, Asian, Middle Eastern, and mixed-race minorities that that also often speak with the local accent. Jamaica's government, in fact, has endorsed the commercial. Opposition lawmaker Edmund Bartlett said yesterday that the television ad is a perfect illustration of Jamaican culture's global reach and our uncharacteristic penchant to be happy even in challenging situations. So there you go. That most certainly signifies something for sure. Now we're going to talk in a little bit about Michigan's dismal fruit crops last year. There are some numbers out that are rather shocking about how badly they did. And anything that gets between me and fruit, well, it's it's in danger, that thing. <laughs> but, uh, well, so is the fruit, really, because, uh, you know, I want to eat it. But in the meantime, a little bit of uh, thought on that. We have Tommy James and the Shondells, and cherries were not one of the more successful crops last year in Michigan. So sweet cherry wine might be a little hard to come by, and in the meantime, you just have to sing about it.
Tommy James and the Shondells, Sweet Cherry Wine. Not so sweet in Michigan. No, no, no. Information from the USDA says this. 2012 was the worst year for fruit growers in Michigan since the USDA started keeping track in 1925. Blueberries managed to escape the fate of most fruit crops. There's some data I got here where data... We've got blueberries produced, 72 million pounds of blueberries were produced in 2011, 87 million in 2012, so they did great. But tart cherries, which Michigan's known for, Michigan may be the, I think they're the number one producer of tart cherries in the country, the subject of the famous cherry festivals up there in Traverse City. In 2011, this many tart cherries were produced, 157 million pounds. In 2012, Less than 12 million, so more than a 90% drop, if my quick math serves me well. Very sad stuff. Apples, Michigan apple growers, had the worst year since 1945. In 2011, Michigan produced 980 million pounds of apples. In 2012, less than 200 million pounds. And so it goes on and on. Pears, 4.4 thousand tons of pears In 2011, so little that it didn't even register in 2012. Plums, 1.6 thousand tons in 2011. In 2012, 0.1 thousand tons. Eee, just not fair. So go eat some blueberries and strawberries, because strawberries kind of did okay too. But just so you know, and of course the culprit for all this was the crazy weird early spring-like weather that we had last year that then led to a hard frost, which then led to frozen fruit, but not in a good way. Funny about that uh, warm weather we had just a few days ago, and now it's 20 degrees and a wind chill in the single digits. Perhaps we better turn to the groundhogs to tell us what to do next. Yes. Fortunately, Michigan has its own official groundhog, Woody. Woody will be at the Howell Nature Center, and she will decide for us if we will have an early spring or six more weeks of winter. She'll do that on Saturday morning at 8.15 a.m. at the Howell Nature Center. This is very important to know. Punxsutawney Phil is probably the most famous groundhog in the world, or in the country, or in Punxsutawney. But the celebration, which, again, we're going to celebrate this on Saturday. Groundhog Day is on Saturday. It began as a Pennsylvania-German custom in southeastern and central Pennsylvania in the 18th and 19th centuries. It had its origins in ancient European weather lore, where a badger or sacred bear, a sacred bear, is the prognosticator as opposed to a groundhog. It also bears similarities to a pagan festival of Imbolc, the seasonal turning point of the Celtic calendar, which is celebrated on February 1st and also involves a weather prognostication. So, Woody in Michigan last year predicted an early spring, and I think we got that, and the crops uh, had some sad things to say about that. But I've done this for you. You may appreciate this someday. Maybe not at the moment. But Wikipedia has listed assorted groundhogs around the country with their predictions for last year. So, which groundhogs last year in the U.S. and in Canada predicted an early spring? Well, Woody did. Uh, Nibbles in Asheville, North Carolina did. Queen Charlotte? No, sorry. Early spring here. Mortimer in Garner, North Carolina. Good old Chattanooga Chuck in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Patty Pagoda in Reading, Pennsylvania. French Creek Freddy in French Creek, West Virginia. Woodstock Willie in Woodstock, Illinois. Lawrenceville Lucy. Stormy Marmot. Good old Stormy Marmot. Smith Lake Jack. Smith Lake Jake, sorry, in Alberta. Sir Thomas Hastings in Nebraska. 
Octoraro Orphy in Quarryville, Pennsylvania. Dunkirk Dave Chuckles. We love Chuckles. Poor Richard, Wiretown Willie in Wiretown, Ontario. There is a statue of Wiretown Willie in Wiretown, Ontario. A concrete statue, so now you know. General Beauregard Lee in Lilburn, Georgia. Holtzville Hell, and who could forget Buckeye Chuck in Marion, Ohio. These groundhogs last year predicted an early spring. So which ones you must be wondering? You're keeping track, I know. Predicted an early, no, predicted uh, six more weeks of winter last year. We got Grady the Groundhog, Queen Charlotte, Sir Walter Wally, Mount Joy Minnie, Balzac Billy. My name is Balzac Billy, and I'm from Balzac, Alberta, said Balzac Billy, predicting six more weeks of winter. And Malvern Mel. See, these important groundhogs were in the minority, but nonetheless did predict that. Perhaps a little bit of blues if you get more winter. Maybe John Lee Hooker could give us a little bit of counseling on the subject. What do you think? Catch him rooting our men. Lord, he won't root down no more. Yes, he's standing, he watch me every morning when I leave home. Yes, he's standing, he watch me. A morning when I leave home Then when I leave home in the morning Yes, he hangs around all day long Get me some toad frog hips I'm gonna, gonna put it all together I'm gonna, gonna mix it up together I'm gonna, gonna whip it all up I'm good, I'm gonna Bitchin' my bottom dollar, then man, he, he won't rule down no more. No, he ain't gonna rule no more then. Balzac Billy, he went after there. 
John Lee Hooker with Groundhog Blues from 1951 from his album House of the Blues on the Chess label. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm still Mike. Don't worry. Uh, we're also at WCBN.org as well as WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Arulf is going to help us to face the music at 7 o'clock tonight with a fine mixture of fine, fine music. He's going to be saving his voice, so we will be hearing just the beautiful musical sounds. He will be saving his voice. For, he's, and he's nodding his head vigorously, yes. So he will be saving his voice, but you will hear lots of wonderful music at 7 o'clock. Now, perhaps John Lee Hooker could have considered a nice recipe for Groundhog from the Mother Earth News website. He must have frequented that quite a lot. I know I do. They have a woodchuck pie. Woodchucks are also groundhogs, and groundhogs are also woodchucks. We're all the same, you know. So the woodchuck pie consists of one woodchuck. That's always a useful ingredient, except for the vegetarian woodchuck pie, which that's a whole other story. One woodchuck, three medium carrots, three potatoes, a quarter cup of butter or margarine, one onion diced, two tablespoons of flour, and pie crust dough. The rest is up to your imagination, because I didn't download the recipe and how to do it. But groundhogs, groundhogs are a member of the ground squirrel family, and I don't mean ground as in ground chuck or woodchuck, I mean ground, ground squirrel, ground, squirrels on the ground. They're members of the squirrel family of rodents, which generally live on or near the ground rather than in trees. The term is most often used for the medium-sized ground squirrels, as opposed to the extra large, as the larger ones are more commonly known as marmots or prairie dogs, while the smaller and less bushy-tailed ground squirrels tend to be known as chipmunks. Together, they make up the marmot tribe of squirrels, the marmontini. Sounds like a reality series in the making. Or perhaps a nice marmontini at the bar on Groundhog Day, do you think? Do I think? No, I don't. But this is Pandora's Lunchbox, and here's a news item from Berlin, Germany. Missing one golden cookie weighing about 44 pounds. The rectangular gilded bronze sculpture was part of a statue gracing the facade of German cookie baker Balsen, their office in Hanover. How the century-old symbol was taken remains unclear, but police say witnesses reported having seen two men with a ladder in the area early this month. The company has offered 1,000 euro, which is about $1,300, for information leading to the cookie's recovery, but a police statement said a local newspaper received a picture showing someone in an outfit similar to Sesame Street's Cookie Monster holding a golden cookie. The sender wrote to demand that cookies be delivered to children at a city hospital. Police aren't sure if it's, if it's the same cookie or a real claim of responsibility even. But a golden cookie, 44 pounds. Imagine that. Could you imagine what Cookie Monster himself would think? It's the uh, Cookie Monster. Yeah, yeah, I become do my thing. Hi, boys and girls. Me sing about my favorite letter of alphabet. Hey, Cookie, I thought your thing was eating cookies, not teaching the alphabet. Yeah, 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 and, and look, me got whole bag of cookies here that me going to eat. Yeah, ha, ha, ha. But first, me going to sing about my favorite letter of alphabet, the letter C. And first, me sing, then everybody sing, okay? C is for cookie, that good enough for me. C is for cookie, that good enough for me. Yeah, C is for cookie, that good enough for me. Oh, cookie, 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 start with C. Everybody sing. C is for cookie, that's good enough for me. C 
Sins for cookie, that's good enough for me. Beautiful sins for cookie, that's good enough for me. Oh, cookie, 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 start with C. Keep singing. Sins for cookie, that's good enough for me. Dear unadulterated anarchy. Thank you, Cookie Monster, for that. WCBN anarchy cookies and our cookies. How about some anar cookies? You couldn't probably keep them, though, could you? They'd probably just crumble. That's the that's the problem with that. It's seven minutes before seven, and just wanted to note to you. Maybe you heard this, but Patty Andrews, the last of the Andrews sisters, has died. She was the youngest Andrew sister. She was the lead singer of the group. She just died at the age of 94. And I wish I could find you at short notice, relatively short notice, some of their Wrigley's gum commercials or uh, one of their Campbell's Soup commercials or Franco-American Chef Boyardee commercials that they did. But you can just imagine, can't you? Can you? You can. You can imagine. So we'd like to go out with a tribute to the Andrew sisters by... The Andrews Sisters. I actually got them on the show. Andrews Sisters doing Rum and Coca-Cola. And there's another song on this album. This collection is called Andrews Sisters, the 50th Anniversary Collection, Volume 1. There's Corns for My Country. We'll have to play that one sometime in the future. But that's a whole other story. Beer Barrel Polka, of course. We'll have to get to that maybe in Oktoberfest. But in the meantime, Rum and Coca-Cola. Yeah. It's the Andrews Sisters. Thank you for listening to Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm still Mike, even three minutes later. Arwolf will help us to face the music in mere moments. In the meantime, the Andrews Sisters, you're listening to WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Keep on doing that and at WCBN.org too. Ready? They make you feel so very glad Calypso sing and make up rhyme Guarantee you one real good fine time Drinking rum and Coca-Cola Go down point Kumana Both mother and daughter Working for the Yankee They got the young girls all going mad Young girls say they treat them nice Make Trinidad like paradise Drinking rum and Coca-Cola Go down point Kumana Both mother and daughter Working for the Yankee dollar Oh, you vex me, you vex me 
to Mona's Isle. Native girls all dance and smile. Help soldiers celebrate his leave. Make every day like New Year's Eve. Drinking rum and Coca-Cola. Go down point Kumana. Both mother and daughter. Working for the Yankee dollar. It's a fact, man. It's a fact. In old Trinidad, I also fear the situation is mighty queer. Like the Yankee girl, the native swoon. When she hear der bingle croon, drinking rum and Coca-Cola. Go down point Kumana. Both mother and daughter working for the Yankee dollar. Out on Manzanella Beach, GI romance with native peach. All night long make tropic love. Next day sit in hot sun and cool off, drinking rum and Coca Cola. Go down point Kumana. Both mother and daughter working for the Yankee dollar. It's a fact, man, it's a fact. Rum and Coca Cola. Rum and Coca Cola. Working for the Yankee What do you do when you know that you're wrong? What do you do when you know that you're wrong? What do you do when you know that you know? When you know that you're wrong? You got to face the music. You got to listen to the Cosmos song. You got to face the music. You got to listen to the Cosmos song. What do you do when you know that you know? That you know that you're wrong. What do you do when you know that you know? That you know that you're wrong. You got to face the music. You've got to listen to the Cosmos song. You've got to face the music. You've got to listen to the Cosmos song. What do you do when you know that you know? That you know that you're wrong. What do you do when you know that you know? That you know that you're wrong. You got to face the music. You got to listen to the Cosmos song. You got to face the music. You got to listen to the Cosmos song. WCBN FM Ann Arbor.